Yes, another quarantine pandemic edition. As you know, because if any of us were blessed to even see the outside, we now have to go back inside again. Because mm-hmm. yep. cases are going up. But I hope you enjoyed it while you could, man. I know. So. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> corona was it like, is done so. Corona was like, get your ass back inside. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> the fuck you thought this was the hell you thought was going on but that's okay you know we're lucky enough uh some of us to still be healthy and being able you know to work some of us those of us who can't please keep your head up keep you know doing what you need to do to take care of yourself and others Mm -hmm. we stand in stand with you in that and uh yeah on this episode we're gonna decide we decided that we're gonna do a full news update since there's so much um, going on still um, in the entertainment industry, even um, with the um, uncertainty of COVID-19 and um, how everything is going in the world. So we thought, you know what, let's give them some um, black entertainment news. Let's, let's, let's talk about what's, what's developing. Let's talk about, you know, some of the controversy and uh, dare I say the Tinseltown tea if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but I was actually surprised. There's a lot, there's actually a lot going on. So, um, there is. yeah, so this needed to happen. So, yeah, we're going to go through the news, y'all. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So, I will kick it off with a story that just broke. And, like Judah said, this is all these uh, stories are from Shadow and Act. Mm-hmm. Um, they highlight mostly black some brown uh entertainment news only place we get our news from because hello all we care about is what's going on with us um so yeah and that's just on period the white news gets enough exposure so um yeah so starting it off with colin kaepernick inks a first look deal with disney okay coins to develop projects across multiple platforms Mm -hmm. so Last week, um, there was an announcement that he is uh, getting a scripted limited series, which is about his teen years. Mm-hmm. It's going to be at Netflix. And I believe Ava is writing it, directing it, producing oh, it. Nice. She has something to do with it. Um, so that was a big thing last week. Now he is killing it because he is uh, announcing this deal. So this deal will include an ESPN Films documentary series on his life overall the deal will see him develop projects across several disney platforms and brands including walt disney television espn hulu pixar and espn's the undefeated um so i am absolutely scared of him because what in the world yeah so coins on top of coins on top of coins well deserved yeah well deserved so it's like if they don't you know if one door closes there's always a thousand other doors for you to walk through just life lesson um because now the nfl is crying Tom's on we should have been y'all sound stupid and y'all dumb. sound silly you look and dumb yeah you sound dumb so um can't play football anymore i believe but hey look at him he's on to better bigger and better things and more impactful things um because i'm sure his projects will be very very inspirational and impactful and will 
um, touch a lot of lives. Mm -hmm. So shouts out to him. We are so excited. And once we hear more about that, we'll definitely tell you guys about it. Um, But yeah, we're excited and I'm all in. I'm looking at all of it. Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to be watching Point Blank Period. Congrats to you, sir. Continue to like use your platform to make art and, you know, you know, fuck the haters. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Period. All right, on to the next. Um, Borderland, John Boyega and Jodie Turner-Smith to star in an upcoming thriller. Um, if you don't know who John Boyega is, um, he is an actor, a fine young actor from the <laughs> UK. Um, and African. It, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he, um, he definitely, I think he was in one of the Star Wars. There was a whole controversy because he was black and i guess in star wars you star wars fans will know what the deal is but he was in one of those and um i think he was in detroit and a whole bunch of other movies and if you haven't seen him on the internet at all the protests um talking about you know i mean going off like it was quite quite attractive it was crazy attractive but i'm just happy that you know he was using his voice for good and of course jody turner smith um i know her from uh, queen and slim um doing a great job and of course her melanin popping she's had a baby too i mean she's gorgeous yeah i think her um husband uh was the guy from joshua he's from one tree yes dawson's Creed. He played Pacey on Dawson's Creek. Yeah. And he had a much more a longer career. He's still working. Yeah. yeah. I just know him as Jody's husband and um <laughs> and Dawson's <laughs> Creek boy, which is unfortunate. And the father of her chillers. I mean, <laughs> it's just a fact. So um, so John Boyega, along with jo- Jody Turner Smith, um, Felicity Jones, and Jack uh Rayner uh have been tapped to star in an upcoming thriller called Borderland. Um, it's, uh, the guard brothers are directing the film and it's written by Chris Cohen. Um, the description reads as this borderland follows Irish par, excuse me, paramilitary Michael, who after a border ambush goes wrong, witnesses the shooting of his pregnant wife at the hands of an SAS Sergeant Tempest. And that's played by Boyega. So Boyega is going to be the bad guy. When Tempest is sent back mm. to London to lead a covert counter-terrorist operation, Michael, who's played by uh, Rainer, joins a ruthless active service unit, wreaking havoc in the capital. For Michael, the mission is personal, to hunt down Temp's, uh, Tempest, and he'll stop at nothing to avenge his wife's death. So this is a, mm. a you know, a revenge uh, sort of uh, film. Um, action, of course, and we have, you know, secret... Uh, you know, services in each unit of the government, you know, these spy type shit. Um, so yeah, Cohen, <laughs> Rebecca Brown, Jones, uh, <laughs> High Crest Productions, and Rocket Science will produce the film. Uh, Join Jones is also an executive producer. Rocket Science is uh, doing international sales with Endeavor Content is repping domestic rights. So uh, this should be a really interesting one. Um, I know I was into the whole Born series. I love like action packs sometimes to kind of get you into mm-hmm. a new genre. So this looks like they're they're about to do it. I'm excited for it, and uh, it's good to see them expanding. At least uh, John Boyega. They didn't talk about Jody's role, but expanding his roles as you know, not always a good guy, but the bad. Like you have to have a range of yeah uh, of uh, characters to play. So yes um, give us I, range sir i mean because he has it <laughs> he's talented like please mm, um mm, mm. 
so yeah that's that so check out borderland um again john boyega and jody turner smith upcoming thriller um yeah and I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it hopefully it's not too thrillery because your girl might not be able to watch it but i'm gonna try <laughs> <laughs> all right shout out to them yes next we have um a documentary about mr john lewis who i just learned about He's an American politician and civil rights leader of the U.S. representative for Georgia's, I'm reading off of his little page, Georgia's fifth congressional district. Um, he's been an activist for us for years, and it was announced in December of 2019 that he is battling pancreatic cancer stage four. So let's send up some prayers real quick yes, yes. Um, for Mr. John Lewis, because yeah. we definitely need him at this time. Yeah. I think he's widely known for leading the march on bloody sunday in selma mm -hmm. over the edmund pettus bridge um and uh so yeah you guys will learn more about that when you win not if you watch uh, mr john lewis's documentary called good trouble um so it provides it's directed by don porter uh it provides audiences with an in-depth look at one of the most prolific figures in our civil rights movement which is mr john lewis it uses interviews and rare archival footage and focuses on his six decade career of activism in the fight for civil rights, mm -hmm. gun control, immigration, and healthcare reform. Okay, so in addition to interviews with political leaders, prominent members of Congress, and Lewis's family, it will also explore his childhood and his pivotal meeting with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. in 19. Fifty seven. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I need to go. So <laughs> Don Porter produced it as well alongside. Ooh, I cannot pronounce his name. Laura, Laura, literally like Mikhail Shaishin. <laughs> ooh, Jesus! Wow. Shout out to her, Laura Mikhail Shaishin. Okay. Um, and Erica Alexander, I believe from uh Living Single. Living right? Single. Come on, sis. Yes. yeah. Come on, Yes. So she is producing as well. And Ben Arnon. It was executive produced by Jeff Skoll and Diane Weirman for participant. Mm -hmm. Amy Intels and Courtney Sexton for CNN Films. Ian Orifice. Ooh, what a cool name. And Mike Beck for Time Studios and Stuart Ford for ACG and Rachel Traub. So if you know who any of those people are, shout out to them for bringing this story to life. Um, oh, so it is available on video on demand and select drive-in theaters. Oh, because nice. uh, as you know, we are not open for production. You know what I mean, we have we movie theaters. Yeah. So, oh, that's cool that they're bringing drive-ins back. I they really should, yeah. yeah. I used to love them things. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm sure video on demand means Amazon or mm. I don't really know how they do it these days, but mm -hmm. I'm guessing Amazon. I would check on Amazon um so it is called john lewis good trouble so definitely yeah. check that out get your history and get working uh educated out here yeah for real he's really done a lot of a lot of like groundbreaking work especially alongside dr king so we need to give him his flowers while he is still here he's done a lot of mm -hmm. work like um, i said prayers up for him yes he full recovery at the moment yes um, okay, next in the news, um, this is something that's coming from Pharrell, but uh, Voices Ooh. of 
Fire Netflix sets gospel music series with Pharrell Williams. Um, it's announced this unscripted gospel music series, Voices of Fire from Pharrell Williams. The series follows Williams' hometown community of Hampton Roads, Virginia, as it builds one of the world's largest inspiring gospel choirs. It will mm. premiere on the streaming giant later this year. Um, here's the description. So Voices of Fire follows Pharrell Williams' hometown community as it builds the largest inspiring, uh, one of the world's largest inspiring gospel choirs. Pharrell's uncle and well-respected musical genius in the area, Bishop uh, as a excuse me Ezekiel Williams that is a very <laughs> very biblical uh Ezekiel name. with a name like Ezekiel you just have to either be a, like in the church like just, <laughs> just you have to um so yes yeah, so his his uncle who is well respected um in the area and his core team of influential gospel leaders will venture out into Hampton Roads to find undiscovered talent uh, with the belief that diverse backstories can give their collective voice a greater meaning. The bishop and his team will be searching for people of all ages, ethnicities, and backgrounds. So the series is produced, oh, excuse me, executive produced by Pharrell Williams and Mimi Valdez of I Am Other, and I believe that's his production company. I remember he, yes, yes. like a long time ago, might not have been that long ago, but him and Issa Rae connected and they did some stuff um, with Awkward Black Girl, went mm -hmm. over to his like YouTube thing and stuff like that. Um, Arthur Smith and Frank uh, Sinton of A. Smith and Company and uh, Bianca Barnes-Williams. So those, every, those are the people involved with executive producing um, this, this um, project. Um, I look forward to it. I think it'll be really cool um also to see it like unscripted to be in the environment you know what i mean as opposed to like a lot of the competition shows where they're creating you know a new stage sound set and all that stuff it's like no mm -hmm. we're getting into the communities of why you know gospel music is kind of important in those communities and even even if you're not religious like gospel music has influenced music like all like I would say all of the genres like it's there's yeah. always an influence and a thread so it's really dope that they're going to be highlighting this and um yeah shout out to Hampton Roads I, I mean I haven't been to Hampton Roads but you know lived in the DC area and it's always uh Virginia's always a good time for sure so um yeah shout out to yeah. them I'll be checking this out it feels like it'll be like a feel-good watch and a nice break from all of the shenanigans that we mm -hmm. are currently facing in 2020 Ooh, child 2028 it ain't shit that's all i got to say <laughs> but uh yeah so check it out when it comes out voices of fire on netflix from pharrell williams gonna support facts i will be watching as well because why the fuck not it's pharrell yeah all right so shout out to that mm -hmm. so next we have um just snippets of a little interview that dule or dule i think it's dule yeah it has a little posture over the e Mm -hmm. Hill talking about his fun time with Don Cheeto and Regina Hall on Black Monday season two. If you're unfamiliar with this young man. So I first was introduced to him because he was in Holes. Mm. And if you guys remember Holes with Shia LaBeouf, that was based yes. on a little book that came out. Um, okay. He played Sam. I can, I can fix that. Sam, who <gasps> was um, killed because he was... Um, in love with this white woman in the town and obviously motherfuckers be racist as y'all know so mm -hmm. they killed him um shot his ass dead because mm. uh, the woman liked him 
and uh, the white folks in the town did not like that. Mm. Um, his famous lines, I can fix that from that movie. Mm. And he was also um, in Psych. I didn't yes. really watch that, but I have mm-hmm. heard about it. It was very popular yeah, back it in its day. Um, so y'all probably know him mostly from that. So he, so Shadow and Act had a locked down series on live on Facebook Live. So oh, it was nice. a Q and A series, and um, I guess they had different people. Y'all should check it out on ShadowandAct.com or their Facebook Live. Um, so he was a part of that. And they asked him questions just about his career and then about his time on Black Monday, which is a show on Showtime starring mm-hmm. Don Cheadle, who is the GOAT, and mm-hmm. Regina Hall, who was the GOATess. I mean, um, come on. So he played Marcus Duane Wayne Wright III on the <laughs> series. And he said he had a phenomenal time acting with his cast members who are also his friends. I mean, how could you not have fun with Don Cheadle and Regina Hall? I mean, I would have fun with Jess Regina Hall herself. Yes. Um, so just a quote from him. He said, I had a fun time playing this character on the show and hanging out with Regina Hall and Don Cheadle, who are both phenomenal artists. And I've known them for a long time. So I'm really glad to be able to play with them on screen. He said, adding that he has been a huge fan of the Wild and Wacky series. It's Wacky and Wild? Wow, I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> but um, okay, I like Wacky and Wild. I'm going to give it a little... Yeah, I need to watch it. So he said he was a big fan of the series during the first season. So an opportunity came up for him to play a character on the second season. He jumped at it and is just as wacky, just as wild as it was in season one. Mm. Um, So, okay. I want to look up what this is. Black Monday. I've heard of it. I just I've heard good time. things. Yeah, that yeah. part. I'm like, nah, y'all. and I don't got Showtime coins. So <laughs> okay, I'm like, I gotta I, add all these channels, child. Yeah, child. but let's just give you a little synopsis of what's about. I didn't know mm-hmm. it was like wacky and wild. So it follows employees of second tier Wall Street trading firm Jammer Group in the year leading up to Black Monday, which is the day when international stock markets crashed in 1987. So okay. Sounds interesting. Yeah. I know it's um, in the 80s. Right. Yes, because I've seen them costumes. I was like, yeah. okay. <laughs> I was like, look at that bang. Right. That bang killed me for real. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh just uh, other stuff from this interview, just because I, I really like this guy. He uh has been binge watching The Great on Hulu, which is a show he didn't think he'd be interested in. I believe it's a show about it has uh Elle Fanning in it and this other British actor who's pretty well known. I have no idea what it's about, but I think like she's trying to be the queen or something, and he's like the king right now. She's trying to steal his throne, whatever. Um, so he's been watching that. He's also been watching Normal People on Hulu. Um, he's oh, been nice. binge reading White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo. I heard that book was great, yes. and it's a perfect thing to be reading right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can watch the full video if you're interested on Shadow and Axe page. And um, yeah, so Black Monday comes back for a second season on June 28th. Oh, it's already been June 28th. I don't even know what day it is. So it already came back on Showtime. Yes. If you have coins for Showtime, please support. Mm-hmm. He will be on the second season. And then um, I believe there's some uh, Psych 2 coming out. Okay. I didn't even know. I thought it was a show. Yeah, but, I mean, maybe um, they're bringing it back. Or maybe they're doing yeah. a movie. I don't know. Yeah, okay. So something called Psych 2, Lassie Comes Home. Will be uh, <laughs> uh okay. 
All right. So that is something I'm sure that he will be a part of since he yeah. was talking about it. So if you're a fan of Mr. Dulé Hill, definitely check that out. Psych 2, Lassie Comes Home, child. Okay. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Oh, all right. Next in the news again, this is from Shadow and Act. Uh, Paramount lands the United States versus Billie Holiday from Lee Daniels. So uh, Paramount has nabbed the North American rights to the movie uh, The United States versus Billie Holiday. It's to be directed by Lee Daniels and is scripted by Susan Laurie Parks. Um, the rights became, uh, were up for grabs at the recent cons market, which was virtual this year, of course, because of uh, uh, the uh, COVID outbreak. Um, according to Deadline, four minutes of the film were shown, resulting in a bidding war between Paramount Focus features Sony and one on one store. Just four minutes in, they were like, I want it, give it to me. <laughs> um, the film stars Andrew Day, uh, Trevant Fine Ass Rhodes, um, effect, ooh, ooh, ooh. expected I'm to watching. be a major. I mean, my God. <laughs> It, no person should be so fine. It's, 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 mm -mm. it's, it's, I can't even talk. It's just crazy. Expected to be major award season player. Um, and the film will tell the story of uh, Holiday, uh, who will be played by Andre Day. Um, particularly the portion of her Ooh, life when she casting. became, yeah, uh, uh, particularly a part of her life when she became the target of a federal Department of Narcotics. The leader of the sting operation against Holiday was her lover, Black federal agent Jimmy Fletcher, played by Trevant Rose. Wow. That is, wow. Natasha Leone's going to be in it. Shout out to her. She's an amazing okay. actress. Um, Garrett Head, Headland, uh, Divine Joy Randolph, Rob Morgan, uh, Eric LeRae Harvey, Dana Gurrier, uh, Evan Ross, Miss Lawrence, and more. Oh, and of course, uh, Lakeith Stanfield uh, was once attached to the role, but oh. now um, it's Rhodes, Rhodes' role. So I thought he was okay. I'm fine with I'm fine okay. with that. I'm okay as long as they're both getting checks and coins. There's room for everybody here. Um, Melvin yeah. uh, Melvin Gray will, uh, Greg will be in it too. So. I know uh, we were talking oh, wow. about him. Yeah, he's, um, I think you said he came from the Vine Instagram Vine world. Instagram. Yeah. And so now he's a part of this. He, the, the girls were like, what movie is this? I want it. I yeah. want it. I was like, well, okay. Yeah. Well, all right then. Um, so yeah, I, I think this is going to be a great story. I need to read up on this particular story. I didn't know Billie Holiday was targeted by, I shouldn't be surprised by the federal government at the time. Um, yeah. I mean, she was out here, you know, singing strange fruit so they were laying like, our ears i'm sorry you're here singing the truth no 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 none of that <laughs> none of that protest music will you give the people so yeah i think i, I agree with you earlier when you said billy andre day as billy holiday is a great i mean casting <laughs> i'm like if mm -hmm. any more players is is this young lady um, mm -hmm. that boy's and, job yes and I think it's the the focus of that part of her life is definitely an interesting story that needs to be told so um, mm -hmm. shout out to that I'm gonna be probably watching when it comes out it looks super great um, honestly just to see uh, Trevante's fine yeah. is it Trevante? I think it's that yeah okay Trevante Rhodes yes so I'm gonna be I'll be there just for that I mean not just for that but mostly for that Listen, if we're being ever, honest here Ever since that blue light hit his skin on Moonlight, I was like, mm -hmm. okay, 
<laughs> there yep. it is. God right do walk among us. Wow. Okay. So yeah, so that is that. And yeah, we need to be out here supporting that because that sounds amazing. We really do. Mm-hmm. We really do. So shout out to that. I mean, I'll be there because of it. Like you said, mm-hmm. <laughs> we already know why I'll be there, but also because it's probably going to be an amazing story. Yes. And I'm also that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Next, we have um, actor Nathan Davis Jr. This young man was in Detroit. Just to start you off, he was in Detroit. Um, I think he was in Criminal Minds as well and um, some other teams. He also is a personality on TikTok with almost 2 million followers. Like I said, that's not me and Judas Ministry, so we can't really speak to that. But um, so yeah, he's getting his coins out here. And he's also going to get some more coins because mm. he is suing United Airlines, United, yep, United for over $10 million for racial discrimination. Ooh. So uh, Judith and I watched the news story and apparently he was on the flight, which I, was, I don't know why I fly United anyway. Then I did too much already for y'all to be fooling with they ass. Um, so yeah, he was on there playing music on his headphones and the flight attendant came up to him trying to start some drama because I guess she was feeling miserable that day. Mm. So she felt like being a little stank booty girl. So um, she was basically saying that he was playing his music too loud in his headphones, which I do all the time um, when I travel because I travel with beats. And so that should be loud as fuck. You can mm. hear everything I'm listening to, but I've never gotten... Um, this never happened to me, so... Um, he was saying that his neighbor so the woman that was sitting next to him they said they could not hear his music so basically the flight attendant was just she saw a young black man you know just minding his business and she ain't like that so she's basically trying to kick him off the plane for that she started mocking him saying oh you can't hear me oh, oh that's what it is like that's your problem you deaf or something saying shit like that like what why are we saying those things crazy um so yeah they started like they got security as they usually do when it's anybody black involved they usually get the whole brigade on they ass to try to get them off the plane i think the pilot um got him removed and then before they removed him the uh flight attendant said in front of everybody that he had a gun which was obviously not true because how the fuck do you get to security with a fucking gun on your fucking on you, you dumb ass. <sighs> you dumb ass. I was about to say something else, but I'm not even gonna say it today. The Lord just saved her. So um yeah, so she she basically in front of everyone said that he had a gun, which you can't say things like that, especially when you're accusing a black man in front of everyone because you know shit gets heightened um because of the color of his skin. So mm-hmm. she's lucky that nothing else popped off from that. He was saying, like, what if there's a federal, what are they called? Federal marshal, whatever, yeah, that's on yeah, every that's flight. Why, like, what if one yeah. of those is on the flight? He would have attacked him, like, off rip. So why are you staying in front of everyone that um, that he has a gun? Um, yeah, so he obviously got scared about that and it kicked him off. And apparently the pilot attacked him once they got off the plane. Why the pilot is attacking people hmm. is beyond the pilot. Like, hmm. you're supposed to be flying plane somewhere, sir. Why are you touching folks? That's he crazy. said the pilot jumped on his back and um, basically attacked him um, because he was trying to get his phone from him because obviously Mr. Nathan was filming, which I would definitely do as well. That's the only way that we can expose people these days and protect yep. ourselves is to film and 
have that evidence and the pilot attacks him trying to get his phone when he got off the plane so the whole story is absolutely ridiculous all these people need to be fired and they never ever need to be hired anywhere ever again and i hope that they um um, are poor as fuck after this because y'all don't deserve jobs at this point like why y'all treating people exactly forever (laughs) um so yeah he's suing united for 10 million i don't even know how united has coins anymore because they've already been sued twice within the last 10 years over some bullshit the first they dragged that asian man off the plane broke down his nose that man had to have a new fucking nose put on. i don't know if he, i'm just talking shit at this point i don't know if he had to have i mean nose. from the video child <laughs> it looked like he gonna need to talk to dr miami and get a new nose <laughs> why am i talking shit right now basically they, they broke that man nose i mean reconstruct this surgery girl <laughs> Child, that, yeah, that video was a mess. If you need a refresher, just search crazy. on Google for it. They also killed somebody's dog, child. They told the lady. So this is a foolish. Don't get me if I'm wrong. I mean, I believe it was an international flight. They were flying to Japan, I believe, from, I think it was from the United States. It was a long flight, as you can imagine. And they told that lady to put her French bulldog, which has, you know, already has breathing problems, in the luggage, uh, overhead luggage bins. Bitch, what? Obviously, the dog died, and uh, yeah. So, <laughs> United already has enough on their plates, and now this they is... have this. So, don't give them your coins, guys. I know it's probably tempting because they're cheap as fuck. They've been cheap as fuck the last couple of years because of their issues. But don't give them your coins. Um, but we hope that he wins this um, <laughs> lawsuit. I mean, I don't see how he can't win this lawsuit, especially with things that are going on right now. It would be very stupid of them not to give him his coins um so yeah because it seems like i mean seems like i know that he wasn't doing anything and he was minding his business and they was just trying him as they usually do so um let's continue to support mr nathan davis jr though and whatever he chooses to do next with his career i'm Mm -hmm. sure that um his tiktok (laughs) numbers will be rising after this if that's how he getting down these days Mm -hmm. um so support a little tiktok career and his acting career as well Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we stand if i can be in the courtroom during this (laughs) little case on video (laughs) period (laughs) with a sign okay with a sign so um messing up the lawyer talking about exhibit a (laughs) your honor they'll be like (laughs) <laughs> be like ma'am you are not a lawyer and we don't have to who are you <laughs> i'm up to present evidence <laughs> you need to be escorted out the courtroom this is a distraction please arrest this woman because who is she <laughs> up here <laughs> up here presenting evidence and cross-examining witnesses like bitch who are you <laughs> but that's gonna be me <laughs> So if y'all see me on the um TV okay. crashing this case, this uh courtroom case, then please know I warned y'all. <laughs> so um fuck United. Like I said, please don't give them your coins anymore, guys. No, please. I just beg of you. Uh, and uh let's support this man or anything else that he does because yeah. he deserves. Yeah, he definitely deserves. <sighs> oh, excuse me, y'all. Nobody deserves to be treated like that, period. Point exactly. Point. Nobody um okay so we're gonna step into the next portion of the news also i want to apologize earlier i had a couple of texts come in and they um you'd hear the sound go off so forgive me y'all that was me apologize for uh that uh pinging sound that you heard earlier okay so the next um in the news there's a trailer out with kiki lane and charlie Theron, and it's called the old guard 
um, based on a graphic novel by the same name, uh, Greg Rucker, uh, by Greg Ruck, uh, Rucker. This is the person who made the graphic novel. The film stars uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, uh, Marv, excuse me, Marwan Kenzari. Forgive me if I fucked up your name. Please forgive me. Um, Luca Marinelli, Marinelli, um, Harry Melling, uh, Van Veronica, uh, Van Veronica Go. I don't know if I should enunciate the large N. I want to say no. It is either, I want to say Vietnamese or Nigerian. Forgive me. And Matthias Scornaria. So I just fucked up Ooh. everybody's name in here. I'm so, <laughs> so, so sorry. Everyone, please, just for that, go watch The Old Guard when it comes out. <laughs> um, but it looks really, really, really good. It's going to come out on Netflix. Um, it's coming out actually this week, July 10th. Um, so the description, led by a warrior named Andy, and that's uh, Charlize Theron, a covert group of tight-knit mercenaries with a mysterious inability to die have fought to protect the mortal world for centuries. But when the team is recruited, right, but when the team is recruited to take on an emergency mission and the extraordinary abilities are suddenly exposed, it's up to Andy and Nile, who's played by Lane, the newest soldier to join their ranks and help the group eliminate the threat of those who seek to replicate and monetize their power by any means necessary. So from my understanding from this, it's a group of people who are immortal and they are out here, uh, you know, protecting and serving. But once people find out that they can't die, they're trying to be like, uh, come up off that mortality magic, son. Like, we try to live yeah. forever. <laughs> like, what the mm -hmm. fuck? So, uh, yeah, so uh, the two leads, again, Charlize Theron and Miss Kiki Lane. Um, if you look at the, uh, the pic, the, excuse me, the, what is it? The tr not the trailer, but the photo, the poster, the movie poster, it's mm. Charlize Theron in the center and like a whole bunch of people surrounding her with weapons of a sort. So it's going to be action packed. Um, okay. Yeah, I definitely feel as though there's going to be some lots of martial arts, um, a lot of people uh, professionally getting their ass whooped. And, uh, you know, I'm here for it, <laughs> you know? Yes, so, and, and I believe that uh, Gina Prince-Bythe would produce. So that's support right. yep. Black directors, Black female directors. Y'all yes. know we are big on that. So that's support, right. support, support. Yeah, and if you don't know Gina, she is the creator and director of Love and Basketball, classic um black uh love romantic uh love uh movie so and of course yes. her resume is long so that's not the only thing she's done but this is her latest and she's going to be directing that so yep yes so excited about that this seems to be very different from things she's done before as you know yeah. she's done love and basketball she's yep. done um what's that called the one with the singing dance Beyond the lights, so that. Oh was yes, yes, with Google. I think Google back and wrong. Yes, I love me some Google child. Yeah, she's and then dope. she's she's done. I think it was the help or Secret Life of Bees. Um, Secret Life of Bees. Oh, Gina, Gina did that. Yeah. Yes. So okay, this okay. is going to be a departure, I believe, from stuff that she usually does. So I'm interested. Yeah, I want to um, see an like action said, piece from her. Yeah, sounds very actiony. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to see. I love me some yeah. immortality type deal stuff. Come on. So let's do it. Um, so that's coming out this. You said it was on the tenth. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's check that out on the tenth, guys. Let's mm -hmm. get it in the top ten on Netflix. Absolutely. Like we did uh for the five blues. Okay. 
All right. So next we have uh, another story with our Sir Melvin Gregg, who I think we mentioned earlier. Yep, yep. Uh, started from Vine, and now we are here. So hey. this man was popular from Vine. Then he used to do little skits on Instagram, and now he has been. I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. Go ahead um, and work, sir. He's yeah. He's been working. He was most recently in an episode of Black as Fuck on that. Nice. And okay. he was funny as fuck in his. <laughs> the scene that he was in he killed me and he was also in another show on net on netflix yeah he was an american band on netflix mm. um he's been in some other movies and stuff so he's just been taken off and i'm very proud of this young man for uh turning an internet career into a real acting uh career so mm-hmm. shout out to him mm-hmm. so he will be joining nicole kidman which is a big come up come on in a hulu series called from the big little lies team so if you guys are familiar big little lies the show on hbo had all the white women in it that mm-hmm. you guys probably love and um, i think zoe was in it too yeah zoe kravitz so um yeah so this show is going to be called nine perfect strangers he will be a series regular on it it's going to be on hulu uh melissa mccarthy is also in it as well oh, love nice her love my sis um it's gonna be a limited series and it takes place at a boutique health and wellness resort that promises healing and transformation as nine stressed city dwellers try to get on a path to a better way of living watching over them during this 10-day retreat is the resort's director masha who is played by nicole kidman a woman on a mission to reinvigorate their tired minds and bodies However, these nine perfect strangers have no idea what is about to hit them. So, okay, I don't know if it's thriller or drama. I think it's giving me a mix of both. I'm interested. I'm intrigued. So Melvin will be playing Ben, who is one of the nine perfect strangers. So, um, okay, so it's based on a book of the same name by Leanne Moritieri, who also wrote Big Little Lies um so i guess nicole came in a sticking <clears throat> with the big little lies kind of mm-hmm. team or whatever yep. um much of the creative team behind big little lies is going to be working on this series including kidman mm-hmm. and co-writer and showrunner david e kelly okay. so yeah okay um and then they also have just other stuff about melvin Gregg's career like we just talked about so he's an american vandal and he also had a recurring role in snowfall which was on oh, FX, okay. and he starred, okay, starred in a, a recent Ben Affleck film, The Way what? Back. I heard what? about that movie. What? It was on Netflix, I believe. Okay, so he starred in a movie with Ben Affleck. I and I stand, so yeah, go shout out to him. So he's going off. Now he will be in this Nine Perfect Strangers, or not movie, limited series on Hulu, starring Nicole Kidman and Melissa McCarthy, playing one of the Nine Perfect Strangers. Like I said, I don't, that description gave me drama at first, then it gave me thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what's going on here, but I'm going to watch. Yeah, it's we'll super see. interesting. And it's definitely going to have a huge following, especially from the folks who, if you liked uh, Pretty Little Lies, they going to Yeah, yeah. They going to jump on this, mm-hmm. all the white women's, because white women's love uh, Big Little Lies. They, they really did. Shit. They really so, did. I mean, I like I like Big Little Lies too. I ain't gonna lie, but it was mm-hmm. very like a white woman type show. But I liked yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But congrats to him. That's dope. Yeah, that is dope. All right. So next, um, we have uh, Gabrielle Union and Frida Pinto producing a TV adaptation 
of a book entitled Dressed in Dreams, A Black Girl's Love Letter to the Power of Fashion. So um, both of these uh, women are getting into the producer's chair for a television adaptation of culture critic uh, Tanisha C. Ford's memoir. And of course, the title of this book again, Dressed in Dreams, A Black Girl's Love Letter to the Power of Fashion. According to Variety, the series will be produced via Union's I'll Have Another Production Company and Pinta, uh, Pinto's Free Bird Films Entertainment. Um, Holly Shakur Flesher for I've have from wait for I'll Have Another and Emily Virel Strong, excuse me, from Freeman Films will oversee the project. Uh, Dressed in Dreams uses fashion through the 60s to the present to discuss her own life as a Black girl growing up in the Midwest. Ford said for the announcement, I'm so excited to have my book in the hands of these incredible talented women. Gabrielle and Frida have been such champions of my work and I'm so ready for the next step in this journey of the power of fashion. Um, in a joint statement, Union and Pinto said that Ford's memoir brought up so much for each of us being women of color. Um, fashion is such a huge part of one's self-expression and to this day plays a major part, excuse me, part of how we each operate in our, in our daily lives. So I'm looking forward to this. This looks cool. I should probably, I'm probably pick up the book <laughs> and read it yeah. and see um, how the story goes and how she you know, intertwines the history of uh, fashion and how it um, speaks to her as a Black woman um, growing up in the Midwest. And I'm sure, I mean, all of us, you know, have that feeling with clothing, whether you're talking about, you know, the beautiful church hat, hats in some of the, some of the Black churches that we grew up in, or even just, mm -hmm. you know, if you look at hip hop and fashion and what it's done, I mean, quite frankly, you know, we create the culture, whether it's through fashion, music, art um it always has had a powerful role so pretty excited to see what they do with this and i'm also excited to see gabrielle in these different roles as producer even director like she's really solidifying her name i think in hollywood in a different way especially through her experience yes you know coming up so many roles um so many supportive roles but then transitioning into her being the main you know, actress on, on set and now honestly um, making sure that she creates in a way that represents, you know, black and brown uh, women. And if you want to use the term people of color, whatever, like she's doing it out here. Like, she's not playing with you hoes and I like it. I'm for it. So yeah, check it out. Uh, I can't wait to see how they develop this uh, into, um, you know, a television show. Again, it's called Dressed in Dreams, a Black Girl's Love Letter to the Power of Fashion. So I can't wait to, can't wait to see that. Okay, yes, mm -hmm. I will be definitely be tuning into that. Mm -hmm. Y'all know I love me some fashion. Yes. Yes. Okay, so moving on, Justice League star Ray Fisher, I believe he played Cyborg um, in the Justice League movies, which I don't watch any of the DC stuff, y'all, but um, I'm gonna give a little, a little, a little you know shout out one of these days mm -hmm. so ray fisher who plays cyborg he is um a black actor he calls out josh we joss joss j-o-s-s whedon mm -hmm. for abusive and unacceptable behavior during filming Ooh. i'm familiar who joss whedon is i believe he um did buffy the vampire that's not the only thing he did let me stop but he did buffy the vampire slayer mm -hmm. um and other shit 
Mm-hmm. So he did all the stuff that was uh, spun off from Buffy Vampire Bay. He did Firefly. And then now he is producer, director, something for these Justice League movies, mm-hmm. um, which is the DC universe, not the Marvel universe, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm not super versed on this, right. but um, that's what the gals and the guys say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. Ray Fisher is saying that, like I said, he was being gross and abusive and unacceptable while they were filming. And he was saying these things on Twitter. So let's just look at the tweet. He said mm. that he took to Twitter to tell his audience how we didn't mistreated him and other people on the Justice League set. Um, he said that his on-set treatment of the cast and crew was gross, like I said, unprofessional, completely unacceptable. He was enabled by Geoff Johns and John Berg. Mm. Don't know who these people are. but um, And then he said accountability should be greater than entertainment, which... I believe. Mm. Um, so then someone, I guess, brought out a clip of Ray Fisher at Comic-Con a couple years ago talking about how Joss Whedon was a great guy. So then Ray Fisher tweeted, I'd like to take a moment to forcefully retract every bit of this statement. So basically he was saying, that nigga is not a great guy. Fuck him. And uh, he did not treat us well. So we didn't took over filming for Justice League after Zack Snyder left the film because of family emergency. Um, so I guess that's why we didn't got attached to it. Um, this isn't the first time that we has been called out for being less than stellar in 2017. His ex-wife actually said that he was a hypocrite preaching feminist ideals. Um, yeah, because she said that he had numerous affairs during their 15 year marriage and caused her to have complex PTSD. That's real. Okay. So, That's real. okay. Sounds like a toxic mm-hmm. person um, getting called out yeah. for his behavior. Um, I'm sure he hasn't commented on it yet because he probably yeah. won't. But uh, I'm glad that somebody's saying something about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, shit. I mean, all these white guys in Hollywood, I believe everything that you say about them. So. I am not saying all of them are wrong, but majority of them do shit that is less than stellar. Mm-hmm. So um shout out to Mr. Ray Fisher, yeah. aka Cyborg, for calling him out. Yeah. And hopefully he gets held accountable for his actions. No, 110%. It's really unfortunate. Like a lot of work environments, and especially what it seems like we're hearing out of Hollywood, like the professionalism just really is not held to the highest standard, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And because I think there's a culture of like celebrityism and like the most powerful directors and blah, 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 like they just allow them to do what, treat people any type of way just for the sake of a movie and like um, status, Mm -hmm. you know, just the idea of being on, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I don't understand why we can't just treat people the way we want to be treated. I mean, it's just truly a concept that let us embrace this. But anyways, enough of my soapbox. I hope everyone is held accountable. Now I got something to add to it too. I and mean, that goes to go like ahead. other people. Like mm-hmm. don't be letting people treat you kind of any kind of way yes. either. Like just because yeah. you want to get in the industry, you want to get put on. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of like lesser people like PAs and just people who are just trying to get into the business, you will allow certain things. But I'm telling y'all, y'all don't got to. Yeah. We're living in a day and age where you can do your own shit and you don't yeah. need to kiss somebody's ass or have somebody treat you like shit just so that you can get put on. Like you can put yourself on. So, 100. Um, like Judah said, they do need held accountable, but we also don't need to allow it anymore. 
we are living in different times y'all so y'all can speak up now yeah. i'm glad that people are speaking up yeah yeah and shout out to him for speaking up because like it's it's not like you said it's now we can speak up you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i can't imagine those who feel the real pressure of like the systematic when people are you know really supporting those who are oppressing other people you know what i mm-hmm. mean like you're just allowing this to happen and we're just saying that just because we have other interests involved as opposed to holding up a standard of how we treat people so yeah 100 percent what you exactly. said we can't allow people to treat us any type of way regardless of what where your name is on the call sheet you're a human being and you matter exactly so, facts. you know so yeah enough about that but um let's get into this terry cruz foolishness yeah oh, I, damn this nigga um i had enough <laughs> everybody done had enough apparently so terry cruz is slammed again on twitter for issuing a warning about black lives matter terry 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 god and i love his work too but i'm just like just stop tweeting just just stop just put it away please just stop please nobody asks you for your opinion on this but anyways uh this uh just for reference this article came out june 30th um so another week another terry cruz tweet that is being talked about for all the wrong reasons uh tuesday morning and this again was june 30th the brooklyn 99 star tweeted quote if you are a child of god you are my brother and sister I have family of every race, creed, and ideology. We must ensure hashtag Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into Black Lives Better. Now, uh, okay. So, of course, that tweet got a little backlash. I mean, if he would have just stopped, like he could have just left the Black Lives Matter (laughs) out of it. Like he could just be like, if you want to be neutral, you can just say, I love everybody, no matter what their race, creed, whatever, the boo- whoop-de-boo, booty-boo, and left it at that. The part where you he were like, sleep. This, Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into Black Lives Better. That's never going to happen, bruh. But anyways, okay. So, of course, oh my gosh. he got some backlash. And um, some of these tweets are hilarious. One person tweet, at uh, Carrie Man Dukes, uh, uh, wait, Car. Karima Dukes, excuse me, Karima, but um, your tweet was hilarious. It said, it's like Terry Crews is becoming his character in White Chicks. And if y'all aren't familiar, mm-hmm. he was, he played this character on White Chicks that loves white women and will like mm-hmm. kill any black woman, especially for a white woman. It was hilarious. Um, another tweet mm-hmm. at uh, Doreen GLM, Terry Crews is threatened by a world that treats all Black people fairly because he enjoys the benefits of being a token Black person. Ouch. Mm. So as we fight for equality, he shifts his tactics to reminding white America that still he stands out. Still, he is their favorite oh. token. Whoop! Is there some truth in that? My God. Um, and then um, at Ira, which is Ira Madison III, um it's truly embarrassing how you keep displaying your poor reading comprehension and lack of critical thinking i mean wow we just threw in a thesis to go ahead and read your ass i mean my lord and then of course Uh -uh. um amanda seal says this is unintellectual and irresponsible you are developing into an enemy of the people ignorance will be your downfall so this comes off the heels of earlier uh the in the month um and this was in june uh, Cruz received more backlash for a controversial tweet about black supremacy. 
sharing similar sentiments mm-hmm. as he did on Tuesday. He wrote, defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. Equality is the truth. And of course, that's just not true. Uh, like it or not, we are all in this together. Okay. And again, that's not um, true. So um, he received a really loving response from uh, Taylor James Williams. If you don't know him, he was a young man who was in Everybody Hates Chris. Um, he was also in Dear White People, the movie, and he's still been working. And so he responded to the uh, defeating white supremacy uh, without white people creates black supremacy. Uh, Taylor said, uh, Terry, brother, I know your heart and you know I have love for you and always will. No one is calling for black supremacy and the narrative that we are, that we are hurts our cause or our people. We're just vigorously vetting our allies because time and time again, they have failed us in the past. My God, the boy is preaching. And then he goes on to say, our people are tired of white people who put on a good face and claim they aren't racist while operating and benefiting from the privilege of a clearly racist system. We're not trying to do this alone. We know we can, but we refuse to have allies who won't go the distance. Mm. Mm. Um, Tyler went on to say, I'm not trying to call you out, Terry Crews. You know it's all love always, but we're rightfully angry right now and fed up with anyone not with our cause wholeheartedly. I don't want to see that energy pointed your way or diverted from the cause. That was a very comprehensive, loving way of checking Terry Crews. But yeah, he's been continuously putting out these tweets that just seem so 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 off and it's clear that he doesn't have a full understanding of the amount of oppression that um you know black people have endured and i think i think he's trying to i I mean i don't know terry cruz that well but i think he's trying to take an all lives matter stance without saying all lives matter (laughs) and everyone is clocking him for it (laughs) it's just like nope nope you know what i mean so I don't know. I don't know why he keeps doing this. I think he should stop tweeting because um, nobody asked for his opinion on this. I don't. I don't know if there was a. I didn't. I don't know who's like Terry Crews. Tell us what do you think about <laughs> systematic oppression? Like no one was nobody. Uh-uh. Nobody asked for that. Yeah. So Terry's on thin ice. There was also an issue. I remember we read um, a couple of weeks back. I think when we did our last news segment that Gabrielle Union was explaining how she was treated on um, Mm -hmm. America's Got Talent. And he was like, well, I've never experienced anything like that. Like, just totally, like, undermining her, dismissing her. I don't know if anyone asked him for this. Like, he might have been, I think it might have been, like, he was on a show or something, and they asked. And, like, his response was like, I've never received anything like that, so racism isn't real on the show. And it's like, nope, that's not how that works. I hate when when black folks do that. That's not how that works. I hate when <laughs> don't y'all ever be sitting here? I've never experienced racism and try to act like it don't exist. What? What? Side note, y'all. So that happened apparently at my job. Ultra. There is um this black guy who obviously he does not really care about his folks, and they're having a big form when all this happened because they try to act like they care about black folks all of a sudden. And so basically, there's like three black people in my office. <laughs> and we were not on the call and he was the only one on the call and I think there's somebody else on the call and he basically said oh, I've never experienced anything racist so I don't 
and he was like um because they were trying to explain what could be counted as racism to all the white people in my office who mm-hmm. may or may not know. I don't know how you don't know, but I guess mm-hmm. y'all be needing refreshers. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to explain like what could be counted as racism. Mm-hmm. And he's basically refuting everything saying, I don't think that would be racist because I never experienced that. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> when I heard about it, y'all, I was like, what? What? I, so just because this... you never experienced something, which you probably have, but because you only hang out around white people you probably just didn't it didn't register hey that was kind of racist right so you're trying to refute everyone else's um experiences so i hate that guys let's not do that yeah no just because someone personally doesn't experience that doesn't mean it's not real it's not valid it's not happening and it doesn't mean it won't happen to you exactly period so oh. stop stop with the tomfoolery stop with the shucking and jiving you can put your tap yes. away you don't have to keep like you don't you don't have to do this like just be quiet like just right just, how about you just be quiet nothing child. say nothing yes be quiet i go see you terry cruz if i gotta just, tweet it please i don't know just I'm don't him. yeah don't don't tweet anything else please we're good i'm disgusted anyways yeah. enough of terry cruz mm-hmm. chow i'm sure he'll be in the news again at this point it's probably right. for publicity to keep his little career going but you don't even need to do that i think truly truly don't but i guess do what you want to do child but just don't let me see it <laughs> lord jesus the uncle tom foolery so okay last uh article we have uh, is from sir anthony mackey mm-hmm. um if you guys don't know who this brother is he has been in a whole bunch of shit so look yep. up his name and yep. i'm sure you've seen something that he has been in very talented uh, black america. actor here mm-hmm. um yeah he was in captain america he was in a recent episode of black mirror which is a really weird episode but i mean weird. he was phenomenal in it but it was like really strange mm-hmm. um he was, I mean, he's been in a bunch of shit. Like, yeah. I can't even name. I've seen him and I've seen him in a lot. He'd be working. He's mm-hmm. very talented. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is speaking out about the segregation he's felt while various, while filming, okay, so they forgot a word, while filming various Marvel um, movies on mm. these sets. So I feel like he should have spoke out about this before. But, I mean, I'm glad that people are speaking up now because it doesn't surprise me that most Marvel sets are white. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to go into some of the things that he says that I think is very important. So he was speaking with Davi Diggs, Mm. which I stand for, um, on Variety's Actors on Actors series. Mm. That's a great series, too. Sorry. I've never seen it, but I got to watch it. It's um, on Variety, guys. Mm -hmm. So he talked about how most MCU films say, wait, how most MCU films save for Black Panther had okay so ooh, sorry there's some typos in this um article y'all it's throwing me off so how most MCU films had a majority white crew on set except for Black Panther that's what they're trying to say mm-hmm. so Black Panther as you guys all know was doing by Ryan Coogler yeah. Um, it was only MCU film. So when I say MCU, I mean Marvel Cinematic Universe, not DC, which is what we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. So that's Black Panther, that's your Captain America, your Iron Man, your Avengers, mm-hmm. all the X Men. Yep. So oh, X Men too. So um, yeah. So Black Panther was only set with a majority Black crew, and um, so Mackie is getting his own movie, which I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, he's only he's getting his own show, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because he mm. plays 
the Falcon in the MC universe who was oh. with Captain America and all yeah. them. So he was saying that it really bothered him that he's done seven Marvel movies where every producer, every director, every stunt person, every costume designer, every PA, every single person has been white. How you ain't got no black PAs? Now that's kind of cool. <laughs> like. Um. Okay. So, wow. So he said that as leading actors, he and David Diggs should be lobbying for better representation behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I personally think it is now a responsibility for any yeah. Black actor that's in the space to be doing this. Yeah, um, I know in the past, a lot of Black actors say, I don't want to represent all my people. I don't want to be the representation. But you need to, like, we need it. So I feel like anybody who's in that space is now your responsibility to make sure that you get others like you in the space. Yeah. Let's not do this whole crabs in a barrel thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad that they're now speaking up and about it and being holding themselves accountable and saying, hey, we need to be lobbying for better representation behind the scenes, not just on the screen. Because right. a lot of you guys probably don't know when y'all watch it, most of these majority Black shows, um, historically they've had white ass sets that are doing it behind the scenes mm-hmm. and if we're having black people on the screen we need to have them behind the scenes too yep. i totally agree with that yep um so he's saying his big push with marvel is to hire the best person for the job and um he's going to be counting percentages mm. of racial and gender representation on crews for the next 10 years oh wow um okay so yeah so he's basically trying to get um more of our folks into those behind the scenes roles um because like we said it's an issue and i'm glad that him and david diggs opened up that conversation on this mm-hmm. um like i said this has been a problem for a long time but yeah. i'm glad that i guess finally folks is fed up and they say yeah. oh, this isn't right um because he's okay. had he's done seven movies and they've all been white um yeah so Oh, I missed a quote for him that I actually really, really liked. So he said, we've had one Black producer. His name was Nate Moore. Shout out to Nate Moore. Right. And he produced, but he produced Black Panther. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then when you do Black Panther, you have Black director, Black producer, Black costume designer, Black stunt choreographer. And he said that he thinks that's more racist than anything else. Mm. Because why would you only hire Black people for the Black movie? Are you basically saying that Black people aren't good enough when you have a mostly white cast? Right. Yep, I mean mm-hmm. that's a good a good uh, statement mm-hmm. to make. Good conversation to open up, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that um, he asked that question because it is very true. Like, so Black Panther can have all the Black folks behind the scenes, right. but you saying Black people can't work on Avengers, which, mm-hmm. like he said, is mostly white cast, which always mm-hmm. bothers me. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, let's let's just do what we all can. Whoever's yeah. in these spaces to get more people into these roles um i think gone of the days we all saying well black folks don't they don't we don't got no black gappers and stuff like that they're out there y'all they're out there truly black makeup artists truly There's black costume designers like mm-hmm. just stop playing with us yeah like, yeah so as you can imagine there's a lot of nepotism that goes on in hollywood so that uh-huh. could play a role yeah as to how these sets are mostly white but like i said if people who black folks who are in this industry are taking you know using your platform to do what you need to do to get your people right. on there then it can happen so yeah. let's shout out to these brothers and hope they can make some change yes percentages, y'all yes years and let's see come let's on see how it uh, changes things no i agree there should be more black like 
should be more black latino native like whatever mm-hmm. like asian like it's like the if the only so asian, like only asian person getting a job is crazy rich asians like what the fuck like the only black person getting a job is only when we have black panther are, are you serious like that's crazy like no like all the shows <laughs> need to be represented period like Facts. point no it's just no reason period. period that's it you know it's 2020 y'all it's, it's, it's wild right? yeah it's wild that we're still talking about this shit again like you said it's 2020 we really should be out here with our jetpacks flying around but no now we're like we're, we're still fighting. talking about <laughs> we're still talking about hiring black people on set the fuck like, what you're damn silly <laughs> crazy so crazy but yeah like, so yeah so silly this is the news, y'all. Um, I'm glad that people are, you know, uh, truly, it seems like, let me not get my hopes up, because, you know, uh, it seems like people are really trying to hold people accountable for the foolishness when it comes to mm-hmm. diversity and inclusion and representation and equality. Um, we're going to have some really cool content coming from Black and Brown creators. Um, it seems like we're holding a lot of people accountable, whether it's on Twitter or in, in real life. Um, and yeah, um, yeah, that's our show. Um, again, um, justice for Breonna Taylor. Make sure we um, yep. go ahead and arrest those cops who uh, decided to just barge in and kill someone while they're asleep for no fucking reason. In plain clothes. No fucking reason in the middle of the night. Um, make sure that happens. Um, and yeah, we're going to continue to keep doing our episodes. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, I believe Twitter at Tinseltown T. Um, Corey does a great job of making sure that is updated. I do a mediocre job of making sure I post it in my stories. Um, Girl, same. So shout out to Corey for doing that work, chat. Um, yeah, and let us know um, if you found this helpful. If there's some some you know episode ideas you want us to go over, we're totally down and uh, about talking about it and going over it. Um, and yeah, so that's our episode with the news. And yeah, we'll catch y'all next time, the same time on Wednesdays when it drops every week. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Yes. So, yep. Shout out to everybody that we talked about yes. in our new segment. Please support all the stuff that we talked about. Um, and please tweet Cherry Crew something crazy, child. So don't <laughs> <open> him. <laughs> Just tweet whatever you want to tweet as long as it's something crazy because we had enough of his foolishness. So make sure you do that um, today or or tomorrow. I'll take it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we are out. Take care, y'all. Bye. Bye.